fiasco and big crit. Let's go. They say I keep it too real. Oh, well, I ain't got no chill. I ain't in this game to prostitute myself for dollar bills. And the streets is going down. Titanic. God got me. Don't why panic. Who cares if you die rich if you ain't dynamic? Black verse, white, black verse, black rich verse, poor hero verse, Christ the verse, night field verse, face ain't verse, God love verse, hate. Got hustling in my cheek. I fell asleep bumping Chris Wallace. I got big Alrighty, folks. Welcome back to the True Re- True Results 303 podcast. Once again, I'm Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope that you are finding value within these podcasts that are not only helping you become better, but hopefully turning you into a leader among those around you. You know, at least being able to now have the thought that you can become a leader, giving you that motivation to step up and find your voice and let people know your opinions and hopefully bring value to those around you. So once again, that is one of my favorite rappers, D1, Christian Conscious Rapper. The song is Against Us, the remix, and that has Big Crit on it, and it has a Lupe Fiasco. Uh, so once again, please subscribe to the podcast. It should be on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, TuneIn Radio, any major podcast player, it should be there. Once again, don't forget to follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and the YouTube t- channel. All True Results 303, all those links should be in the show notes, the description box, whatever uh, you want to call it. So today I'm going to come at you with a discussion, a conversation about the best ways to pray, to meditate, uh, to help you spiritually. Now, I've had a few videos. Sorry, not videos. I'm still stuck in YouTube mode. Um, Podcast about becoming more conscious, and that's m- more on a level of all the five senses of the body. So once again, if that's something you're interested in, um, check that out. I've got one on the meaning of man or what is man. Um, that's kind of a spiritual discussion as well Um, so go ahead and check those out roam the podcast channel and check out those ones Uh, here I can look it up real quick I do have my computer on since I'm downloading some stuff so what is man is episode 36 Um, I have one on the seven deadly sins Uh, Episode 34, Becoming More Conscious. Episode 32, You Might Be a Christian If, is episode 31. And yeah, we'll go with that for now. What is Love, episode 20. Those are kind of, we'll have some more spiritual advice in those. So, now, down to business. Well, what, what can we do to have a more meaningful prayer life or meditational life, if that is even a word? So, number one is you've got to be willing to find time, to make time for these things. Sorry, a little thing popped up on my laptop. I got sidetracked there for a second. So, that is number one, finding time. You know, and this is where I always tell people they think I'm funny because when I work out now, I'll listen to like talk radio. Uh, For a while there, I was listening to podcasts, uh, books on tape, things like that. So once again, it's finding time. I find it very soothing 
that when I drive to work in the morning, that I in no way, shape, or form am listening to the radio. I'll use that for myself as a time to pray my rosary, you know, just kind of speak to God, um, just finding out what, you know, I want. So I use driving as a time of prayer. So that's something that I would suggest. So some way, shape, or form, during commercials, instead of channel surfing, what if you just put the um, TV on mute? So once again, it's in some way, shape, or form, finding time. Instead of surfing through social media, find time. I have a Catholic devotional book that I use. I keep. I try to keep with me at all times. And in doing that, you know, if I'm going to the restroom, sitting somewhere, I can always just sit there and flip through that little prayer book and read the prayers. So once again, that's something that I do. Uh, so once again, find time. So next, now it's just going to be some simple prayers that you can use. And one of them is the Acts prayer. A-C-T-S. Acts. This one's very simple. So it's going to be adoration will be the A. Confession, giving thanks, and then supplication, which is going to be your request uh, for whatever, for yourself, for others, um, anything like that. Oh, and I skipped one. I had my little arrow going up. Next is going to be a spiritual reading of some sort. The Bible, The if you're a Quran person, the Quran, meditation, Buddhism, you know, uh, the Catholic Church writes a lot of books. Whatever it is, whatever spiritual person or philosophy that you enjoy, reading books on the topic. That's what we need to do as well. You need to start reading books on topics that are spiritual to you of great value and once again it's do not be afraid to read something else if you're not you know i always tell this to everybody even christians should be reading the quran and stuff on buddha and things like that these things all mesh together to a certain extent and you know it's the same thing if you want to know where a buddhist is coming from or a muslim someone in islam is coming from you've got to somewhat know things about their beliefs and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with exploring and understanding someone else's point of view. In reality, it's the best thing you can do. It's the, the greatest sign of respect that you can have for another spiritual person, understanding where they come from. And, you know, I really enjoy doing those things. I listen to a lot of stuff where they bash a lot of Catholics and they bash Christians. And I've watched so many videos on the lie of Christianity and whatever the case may be because that stuff interests me. I want to be able to have a discussion with somebody if those things are brought up, right? Um, so once again, spiritual reading. Then the Acts prayer, A-C-T-S, adoration, confession, thanks, and supplication, your request. This is one I think is very interesting, the five-finger prayer, the hand prayer, right? So this one should be easy as long as you can remember what, what each finger represents, okay? So it's going to say the thumb is closest to you. So you, when you think of your thumb, you're going to pray for those that are closest to you. Your family members, your friends, your parish, your 
spiritual leaders, your mentor, whatever the case may be, the people that are closest to you. So when you think of your thumb, think of those closest to you, right? The thumb is the closest to you. Next is going to be your pointer finger, your index finger. And this is going to be for, you know, uh, doctors, teachers, the coaches, um, your pastor, your priest, you know, people that in, I guess you could say, kind of the academic world um, that have a teaching role, that are working with children, um, anything along those lines. So your pointer finger, your index finger will be for those um, for those people. Next is going to be your middle finger. And this one says it's the tallest finger on your hand, right? So it's your tallest finger. So when we are praying and we think about our middle finger, we are going to be thinking of those in political office in high power. That they will do what's right to guide our country, our state, our world, right? So we want to make sure that that middle finger is for praying for those in high office. The ring finger, this one it said is, if you talk to a piano teacher, it says your ring finger is your weakest finger. I don't know if that's true, but that's what it said. So it's your weakest finger. So this is the finger that we use or we, when we see this finger, we are praying for the weakest and the helpless in our communities. You know, maybe the poor, maybe the veterans, maybe the sick, whatever the case may be. You want to be praying for those that are helpless or in need. And last but not least, the pinky, it says, is your smallest. And you know if you are Christian, it goes, you know, the saying kind of goes, God, others, and I am third. So you... So since the pinky is the smallest and we are supposed to put others above ourselves, then the last thing we pray for is ourself. So there you go. That is the five finger prayer. So we'll run over it again. Thumb is for those closest to you. Your pointer finger is for teachers, instructors, coaches, professors, anything like that. Your middle finger is for those in political power. Your ring finger is for the helpless. For me, I would say for married couples. I would say that as well because it is your ring finger. Um, so married couples or the helpless. And last but not least, yourself. That was That's what the pinky finger is for. This one is very interesting. I just read a book. I don't have it around me. I'm trying to think it was called. I think it was called like Fighting Unhappiness. Uh, something like that by Matthew Kelly. I wish I had that book around me so I could get you the true title of it but this one he talked about whoops and it was praying at all times right and this is kind of the catholic or the christian concept of uh, the catholic concept of offer it up right no matter what something bad in your life offer it up offer it to god offer it to god right you get a good uh you know something great happens in life offer it up something bad happens in time in life offer it up as a prayer, right? It's kind of that concept. I'm trying to think of who it was, St. Augustine or St. Francis, where it was pray, uh, preach the Bible at all times. Preach the gospel at all times. And if you have to, use words, right? So it's you live it, right? That's why uh, Jesus is considered the word made flesh. The word made flesh. The Bible, the word, Jesus comes, it's the word made flesh. 
Um, so praying at all times. And this could be something as simple as whenever you're performing an activity, you go to work, you're playing a sport, um, you know, you can go hour by hour. So it's seven o'clock in the morning, you just got up, I'm going to offer this hour to the sick and the poor within my community. And within this hour right now, I am going to make sure that I do not waste any time and I be as productive as possible. And that'll be that hour from seven to eight. You are using that hour as an hour of prayer. Nine o'clock roll or eight o'clock rolls around. All right, for this hour, I'm going to pray. I'm going to use this activity of what I am doing right now as a prayer to help my children overcome whatever obstacle they're having in their life. So for this next hour, I'm going to do the best that I possibly can in hopes that my children can have success, right? And you just use every single hour of the day that you are up in giving your, uh, giving that hour to some cause, to some person as a form of prayer. And I thought that was very, very uh, beautiful in my opinion. So in my opinion, I think that's kind of the best one out of my entire list. Um, that one's, that's one I struggle with because I kind of lose track of time as I am going. But in reality, I think that is very beautiful. That's a very beautiful way um, to think of prayer. And that's being able to pray at all times. And I, I'm glad I brought that up because I was going to write another one. And this one is like a man's holy hour. So if you're Catholic, you know, we have, um, we have Eucharistic adoration where you go sit in the chapel and you pray and and, you know, that's something you should try to give God an hour every day. And this one guy, I think it's uh, Dr. Edward Suri. He's a Catholic speaker. And he talked about when him and his wife had children, he was struggling still to find his holy hour once a week. And he said, yeah, when you have a newborn and you've got, I think he had something like five kids. And he said, you know, when you've already got four kids and then you've got a a newborn, you can't really tell your wife, hey, sorry, I'm going to the church for uh, uh, Eucharistic adoration. Good luck. You know, he's like, yeah, you can't do that. So I was struggling, in his words, I was struggling to find my holy hour. And he said, I was talking with my spiritual director and he was like, well, that is your holy hour. Your family is your holy hour. You know, your holy hour can be when your baby wakes up in the night and instead of having your wife get up and go uh, tend to the the child, that can be your holy hour. So during that hour of rocking your child back to sleep, that is your new holy hour. Being there for your child is your holy hour. Being there for your family and for your friends is your holy hour. Visiting your grandmother or your grandfather or a family member for an hour can be your holy hour as a family man. I think that was another very beautiful concept to finding prayer time in your life you know because we always say oh i'm too busy to go visit my uncle i'm too busy busy to go visit my cousin i'm too busy for this or that Uh, but that can be your holy hour connecting reconnecting with your family so now these are christian forms that i kind of thought of uh, because of course in the catholic church these are frowned upon if you do these things these are considered um, spiritually dangerous, dangerous in the Catholic community. And one is going to be astral projection. I don't know if you've heard about it. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. That's something you should look into. But this is a form of Christian astral projection. 
which in reality I think it's called Lecto Divina. And what this is, and I've heard it in homilies and I've heard priests uh, talk about this, so this is 100% safe for you Catholics and Christians to perform. And all it is is picking a biblical scene, the nativity, the crucifixion, the dividing of the loaves, the prodigal son, whatever uh, Bible story that you like, and closing your eyes, reading the passage a couple times, closing your eyes and actually imagining and placing yourself in that scene, right? And the way the priest talked about it was maybe it's the nativity right you're sitting on the ground how does that ground feel is it hard is it cold is it warm is there a breeze what do the animals smell like in the stable uh what does mary's face look like where's joseph uh what are the wise men wearing what colors are they wearing things like that and putting yourself in that scene and imagining it, and that's a form of astral projection. Like I said, it's considered, uh, I'm pretty sure it's considered lecto divina. Putting yourself within that scene of the Bible. And, you know, I think true astral projection, the true motivation of it is to figure out a way through meditation and prayer to have your soul leave your body. And this is why the church says it's dangerous because you don't want your soul to leave your body, right? If a vessel is empty, now it can be occupied by something else, right? So once again, that's why the Catholic Church sees this as a negative thing, um, as a, as dangerous spiritually because you don't want, um, you know, an empty vessel. You don't want your spirit leaving your body. We believe that that is the first marriage, right? The marriage of matter and spirit. To one, that is a, ma uh, a marriage. And once again, let no man break apart what God has brought together. So we do not want to eliminate that. Our philosophy, the Christian philosophy, is not uh, matter bad, spirit good. It is a marriage and a union between the two. That's why we believe in the resurrection of the body. The body, when we die, we will be reunited with our body. And in ways, that's almost a sense of why we are more blessed than angels because um, they do not have that ability to understand things that we have understood, right? Because they don't have the five senses and, and the ability of, of uh, experiencing what we experience as living beings. Next is going to be transcendental meditation, Christian meditation. Christian Transcendental Meditation. And this can be more of a, um, a Catholic thing. And other forms, other denominations of Christianity uh, confuse this a lot um, when we pray our rosary. But in reality, this is the rosary, in my opinion. The rosary is... transcendental meditation right in my opinion that's what it could be considered because it's people get it missed you know people misunderstand it because they talk about oh you know the bible says you should not em empty up empty phrases and humbling and repeating or whatever uh, but most transcendental meditation is more of you know like that buddhist or that eastern philosophy type of of 
of meditation where you're like, oh, you know, those are empty phrases and people uh, misunderstand that when we as Catholics say the rosary. Right? People misunderstand that. Like, well, that's an empty phrase. You're just repeating over and over again. And then when you go into the book of Revelations, they talk about the angels in heaven saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lamb you know, for all of eternity. So they're repeating the same things for all of eternity. Right? So it's the same words for all of eternity. And that's kind of our concept of the rosary. And if you don't know, the rosary is biblical. We're actually stating we are repeating Scripture. For those who don't do not understand us, just say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. That's what the angel said to Mary when he was gonna when he was announcing the birth of Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And then the next one is, Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. That's what Elizabeth tells her when she visits Elizabeth after the Annunciation. So those are two Bible verses that we just created a prayer for. And then I just learned this one. The rest of the prayer is, um, let me see, I, when I break it down like that, I always forget. So, Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. So, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And that part I didn't even realize until I was doing my own study. I bought this study course. That part of the verse came around uh, during the, the dark ages when the plague was happening. So, they added that. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So at the beginning, before the Dark Ages and the plague, it was just the Hail Mary full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And then they added that other part when the plague and where everybody was dying. You know, they say millions of people died. So that's when they added that. So the transcendental meditation, once again, you can do that even with a form of um, you know, I would say in a, a form of lecto divina in a way. It's finding a Bible verse that you connect with and just repeating it over and over in your head. Maybe it's a, it's a Bible verse that um, you're confused on. And you just read it and try to meditate upon that. And that would be, you know, kind of a transcendental meditation. So, there you go. Got all those. Once again, the main thing is just making sure that you find time. Where are you wasting time in your life? In the shower. Instead of listening to the radio in the shower, why don't you use the shower as a time of prayer? Like I said, when you're going to the restroom, maybe your kids are at soccer practice, football practice, basketball practice. Find that time to go off and pray. Go for a walk. You don't have to watch the practice. Time to even work out. I've said that before. Uh, but anyways, there you go. There we go. You know, that was the top eight. So time management, the uh, spiritual readings, the acts of prayer, adoration, confession, thanks, giving, supplication, the five fingers, the thumb closest to you, the pointer, teachers, instructors, and coaches, the middle finger, those of higher power, the ring finger, the, the helpless, and for me, married people, people in relationships, and then last but not least, the pinky is yourself. Praying at all times, dedicating every hour to of your work, of your day, as a form of prayer for those around you. The holy hour, visiting family, that is a form of prayer. You're bringing joy to somebody. Christian astral projection, 
which is that form of lecto divina, picking a Bible verse and pretending that you are there, using your senses. What's it smell like? What's it look like? What's the ground feel like? What's the temperature? Is it windy? Is it rainy? And then, of course, transcendental meditation, using a form of scripture or prayer or whatever, um, and using that as the focus of your prayer. So once again, I hope all these things help in some way, shape, or form. Um, wherever you are on your journey, maybe somebody you know has been struggling with this. So now, once again, you can use this information to become a leader and help those around you grow spiritually. Because once again, it's not about learning these things and keeping it to yourself. It's about learning these things and then teaching others and helping them become the person that God made them to be. So once again, thank you for tuning in. Your time is valuable. You're spending it with me. I greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to visit the website. Uh, get your free downloads, setting goals, fitness, and nutrition. Don't forget to follow my social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube as well. Got workouts, nutritional videos, all the good stuff is there as well. Um, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, share all this information on your social media, let people know that this information is out there. Uh, once again, thank you. Um, I've been definitely getting a few more views on iTunes. I haven't figured out how to check messages or reviews if you're giving them. Thank you. I'll try and figure that out. I know I give shout outs on SoundCloud when uh, people are doing it because that's where I'm going off of so it's a lot easier for me to go off of soundcloud and in bringing that up let me see if i can find it since i forgot that as well there are people that have been um, subscribing again which is great or following so i wanted to give them a shout out but unfortunately i cannot find where that is I think let's see I found this one I don't know if these are new this one's not giving me a date or anything let's see what this one says so Corine underscore no that was two months ago so I don't I think nope so that's it I haven't had really any new ones lately i've had some likes and some and some retweets and i appreciate you guys who are and ladies who are reposting these on soundcloud so i appreciate that and once again please feel free to email me at any time it would be true results 303 at gmail or at yahoo.com questions comments concerns i'm always open for advice once again i'm new at this so i myself am just learning and, you know, just sharing the process with you. So thank you for bearing with me in my struggles. So don't forget to subscribe, share all this stuff, and stay tuned for the next episode. And once again, here is the rest of that D1 song. Give you something to jam out to as you finish up this podcast.
our selfish ways and overlook the day that we ain't pray. After getting paid, a product of five five. They gave us crap. We sold it back for gold and real and Gucci. Taught us how to whip and boot.